Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 3rd of October and as usual with all the information contained in this presentation, this podcast, it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. Now, it is a bank holiday in New South Wales today, so it will be a little bit quieter. And SPY Futures showing a gain of five points. That is a gain of five points. But bearing in mind that we did have a pretty dismal day on Friday, down 81 points on the ASX 200. For the record, the scores on the doors coming out of the overnight markets on Friday, the Dow Jones closed down another 500 points or 1.71% to 28,726. It had a low of down 510 and a high of up 130. So closing pretty near its low on Friday, finishing off the quarter in pretty horrible style, really. The Nasdaq was down 1.5% or 162 points, 10,576. And the S&P 500, a similar 1.51%, down 55 points to 35.86. The VIX volatility index, just a smidge off, 0.7% down at 31.62. So in the first nine months of 2022, Wall Street has suffered three Quarterly declines in a row. That's the longest losing streak for the S&P and NASDAQ since 2008. And the Dow's longest quarterly slump in seven years. It's now at its lowest since November 20. And it's down more than a quarter since the start of the year. So not good news there. But as I say, our SPY future is showing a positive in five points better. So it could be a quiet day today, start of the quarter. We did finish the September quarter, as I say, down 82 points. But for the whole of the quarter, it wasn't anywhere near as bad as the US markets, which had a pretty horrible uh, time overseas. So uh, we certainly did avoid the worst of it, although certainly in September, it felt a lot worse than it thought. Some of the uh, the other moves on Friday night, we had the Stock 600. Europe didn't get the memo about the Dow. Uh, the Stock 600 was actually up 5 points, or 1.3%. FTSE up 0.2. Germany up 1.2. France up 1.5. And Spain up 0.9 of a percent. Looking across to commodities, we saw the oil price under a smidge of pressure. We do have a meeting this Wednesday. Um, so that is uh, going to be interesting. That's in Vienna. And uh, that is going to be a very interesting meeting, I guess. But we saw the Brent crude price down 89 cents to 87.91%. WTI, though, falling a little bit harder, down 2.3%, $1.87. Gold, continuing to find a few friends at the moment, up $2.20 or 0.13%. In commodities on Friday, copper uh, was uh, pretty much unchanged. Nickel took an absolute beating down 8.7%. That was after that big rise the previous day. So serious volatility in the nickel market at the moment. Aluminium down 2%. Zinc up 0.8%. Lead up 07 And ton unchanged. 
Iron ore also pretty much unchanged, 11 cents there difference. So nothing very exciting in there. But looking at the commodity stocks overseas and how they were trading, we had BHP down 0.75% in ADR terms and Rio down 0.22. And other miners overseas, Freeport McMoran down nearly 3%. Alcoa down 5%. Tech was down 2.6%. Anglo also down, but only 0.9 of a percent. Glencore down 1.7%, and Arbomile in the lithium space down 0.4 of a percent. So not too bad there. But some of the headlines coming out of the US, we did see US consumer spending rebounding, but high inflation is certainly cooling demand. But the Fed seems to be united on that inflation front as Lael Brainard rejects early rate cut talk and US core PCE rise keeps aggressive Fed scenario still in place. All this while the Eurozone inflation rate hit 10%, raising more pressure on the ECB, which is still, <laughs> I find this amazing, are still around zero for their interest rates. Yet the inflation rate is 10%. So to say they're behind the curve is somewhat of an understatement. The Bank of England said it won't make an emergency rate hike, but will go big on November the 3rd. And looking across at some of the US stocks on Friday, one of the big losers was Carnival, the cruise ship people. They were down 23.3%. That was the biggest decline in the S&P 500. It reported a bigger loss. And Nike also uh, didn't just do it. Well, they did if you're a bear. They just did it, down 12.8%. Its worst day in more than 20 years, as it said its profitability weakened during the summer because of discounts needed to clear suddenly overstuffed warehouses. Now, in the US, we do start to get quarterly results coming through in the next few weeks. And analysts now see annual S&P 500 earnings growth of 4.5% on aggregate. That is down from 11.1% estimate when the quarter began. So not good news there. In US stocks overnight, on Friday, we had Apple down 3%, Meta down half, Google down 1.8, Microsoft down 1.9, Amazon down 1.6, Tesla down 1.1, Twitter was actually up 2.6, so they did all right. US banks, though, down around 1.5% to 2%, Citigroup, one of the worst, down 1.7% there, and Block, the artist formerly known as Square, was down 1.6% there. In terms of uh, local headlines, not an awful lot, as I say. It is a New South Wales holiday today, so it will be quieter than uh, normal. Those spy futures showing five points up. We do have the RBA meeting tomorrow as well, with 50 basis points expected for that. number of uh, economic things coming out today. Quiet, though, really. CoreLogic uh, dwelling prices for September. We also have M1 inflation for September. And we have some September manufacturing PMIs for Japan. And CoreLogic National Research Director Tim Lawless has tipped the housing market correction to bottom out in the first quarter of 2023, followed by a swift recovery. In the news today, company specific, not a huge amount. CSL in the papers in the Sydney Morning Herald are saying that, uh, well, Moderna, which is obviously one of their big rivals, is trying to perfect a combined COVID-19 flu jab 
which obviously would have a bit of an impact on CSL, which has quite a big stake in flu jabs. So that would certainly uh, be a little bit of a downer for CSL. But uh, they say that they are very well diversified and not just in the vaccine business. Another news today, Panoramic has announced the first phase of the Savannah Ore Body Drilling Program completed. Also an announcement this morning that Jumbo Interactive, which previously announced in, back in January, a long time ago, they were going to acquire Star Vale Group and uh, were searching for uh, regulatory approvals from the UK Gambling Commission, which was originally anticipated by the end of financial year 22 and subsequently by the first quarter of 23. Uh, FY23, that is, but those approvals still pending. However, Jumbo anticipates receiving approvals imminently. So as far as our market goes today, performance-wise, uh, we did see that big drop on Friday, and that was anticipating, to some extent, some of the big falls and the uncertainty heading into the weekend with the US market. So maybe we're going to be spared a little bit today. Commodities, though, uh, show that maybe we're going to struggle a little bit in the resource stocks and see some profit-taking there, uh, especially in those nickel stocks, with nickel having a really bad night. But apart from that, it should be relatively quiet uh, given the holiday in New South Wales today. Start of the month, though, as well. Start of the quarter as we head into the all-important uh, final quarter of the year and US reporting season in a couple of weeks. So no one's going to be too brave in this market, that is for sure. As far as question of the day goes, well, the Australian market escaped relatively well in terms of its performance last quarter. In fact, uh, we're back where we were in June uh, having sort of negated all that rise that we saw after the bounce in August, then falling into September. Is Australia a far better place to be investing in now than the US and European and Asian markets? Are we going to escape some of the serious negativity that we're seeing in the US, or will we eventually have to succumb? So that's the question of the day today. Thanks very much for listening. Have a great day, and may the trading gods be with you. 